we're just doing we're just doing bodybuilding burnout right now, right? This shouldn't be the first exercise. This shouldn't be how we program rest and reps for the first one, especially for something called pulp power. But this episode of the Fitness Fiasco Podcast is brought to you by Train Eight Nine. Are you looking for a top-notch fitness facility in Coconut Grove? Look no further than Train 89. At Train 89, we offer a wide range of services, including CrossFit classes, personal training, and nutrition coaching. Our experienced trainers will help you reach your fitness goals in a fun and supportive environment. We're also proud to offer online coaching for those who live outside of Miami. This means you can access our expert guidance no matter where you are. Train 89 has been in business since 2008, so you can trust that we have the experience and expertise to help you succeed. I've personally known the owners, Mike and Gio, since 2009, and know they fully invest in their member success. They actually helped welcome me to Miami when I moved here in 2009 and played a large role in my personal development. There are stories there for another time. So visit us today at train89.com to learn more and sign up for a class. That's train, the number eight, then N-I-N-E.com. We can't wait to see you at train89. So right now, yep, you guys got the program here. This is a, a power legs and abs pwr power that's actually how i used to write it when i had my my blog power on type pad for all you og bloggers Jesus. out there you're dating yourself so going back let's start with the warm-up warm-up three minutes of cardio i like it starting with three minutes of general movement nothing wrong there followed by 30 second abs i put a question mark because uh, it's just a, a prone back extension slash ab stretch 30 seconds of downward dog 30 seconds alternating forward lunge and twist not a bad movement in isolation and then 30 seconds what they call kung fu kick i have wtf question mark <laughs> next to that that is a single leg romanian deadlift with a kick at the back and then you swing forward and kick at the front and then you swing back and kick at the back okay yep so i put okay but so many questions uh, okay. for this part of the warm-up right it's almost like you're, you're trying like i do split stance romanian deadlift single leg good mornings in right. my warm-ups lunge and twist in the warm-ups downward dog not bad to include a, a yoga pose or two in a, in a warm-up but it's just like there's i have more questions than answers there but it's it's not far <laughs> Then we do two separate activation supersets, which they don't give you a round. They say you're going to take four minutes and as many reps as possible in four minutes of 10 reps per side of clamshells, 20 reps per side mountain climber. And then activation two is same thing, four minutes of 12 sumo squats and 20 knee ups, which was basically just like a standing knee raise, like knee tap type deal. So this is activation. What are we activating? Well, the clamshells, glute mead. Maybe ductors, not a bad one. It's not going to get activation on strong people, but it's not a bad exercise to have in there. I see the thought. Mountain climbers, hip flexors, most people don't need to activate their hip flexors unless you're dealing with high-end athletes. So that really that's should go at the end. Um, then activation two is a, a sumo squat. So we're looking again more at those ABAD ductors, glute meat on that one. And then the knee ups again, hip flexors. So we're activating our... ABA deductors on both of them and our hip flexors. What about the hamstrings? What about the glutes? What about our middle? There's, we just need to be there. There's better exercises there if the goal is activation, but they read that they need to activate before a power leg day. So they put activation exercises. So again, the, the, the thoughts there, um, I mean the sumo squat, this is a leg day. We're going to see some, some 
sumo leg press in the workout. So at least the sumo squat looks like the exercise that we're going to be performing. So that's one of my pillars is does your warm up mimic in part the workout? And I would say, yeah, sumo squat does. So there is a, a, they are checking the box there, but are they fixing major issues? Are they working on, on major problems or really what we're doing in the workout? Mm, Not really. Um, Are you going to be warm by that? Yeah, you will be warm though. Are we moving in all directions? Eh, mm, Could be better. So so there the warm up I I think the warm up's the best part of this program actually and okay. it's it's not very good. I mean I was going to say also the warm up is like like I mean like you said it's going to get you warm and like it it's you know that for sure <laughs> I like the kung fu kick. Kung fu kick. <laughs> that, that that you got me, uh, my eyes got a little bit watery. I was just kind of laughing a little yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I was just kind of picturing doing it not to like knock exercises or anything like that but i'm just like oh no not that one (laughs) (laughs) you know what what, who who is doing this and like why but you know i get it too like there's some stabilization like if you're on one leg or whatever like i I get that but i'm like am i gonna have people like do this for real like i don't know (laughs) i think it's it's perpetual motion machine is what is what it is right right? just like those bird things drink from the thing come back up but anyway i don't want to get too caught up on on that but all right so now this workout power legs power 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 leg starts with a sumo leg press really yeah like come on um and they call it pyramid one 15 reps 12 10 10 rest 30 seconds in between nitty you know this could be getting nitpicky but that's half a pyramid right when you're talking about pyramid training pyramid a full pyramid is technically 15 12 10 and then you'd go back down 12 15 it's half pyramid i'm not gonna mark them down for that but just getting that definition out there but why is power leg starting with a sumo leg press right. right why are we in a machine first of all for the first exercise in power legs um and why is power 10 to 15 exercises right power should be at the very least it should be your body weight right you should be supporting your own body weight body weight squat um is going to have much more power output than a sumo leg press because you have to stabilize yourself and if if your clients are capable you make it a jump squat right? There will be loading with the sumo leg press, but a sumo leg press is just not going to accomplish what the goal of this program is. Um, and first of all, for a power program, why is our first exercise such high reps with such low rest? Right. We're really not trying to push the load here. It and seems like we're burning, we're doing muscle burnout. Rob, I'm going to take you back to the actual title of this power, because we've said it several times already. Tell the audience the difference between like a power and a strength program. Yeah, good good point. So in traditional periodization, the different phases are characterized by titles such as power, strength, hypertrophy, anaerobic endurance, and prep phase. Prep phase is where you're fixing issues, right? That's where really you could do what whatever to get someone ready to work out. Anaerobic endurance would be the next phase. That's where you are focusing on muscular um, muscular strength endurance. 10 to 20 reps is going to be the traditional rep scheme there. You can go heavier, you can go you can go less reps, you can go more, but most of it should be in that 10 to 20 supersets, trisets. Hypertrophy is going to be bodybuilding. That's where you're looking mainly in that 8 to 12s, right? Lots of three sets, four sets, supersets, traditional periodization there. Strength is where you go heavier still. That's heavy loads, like heavy bilateral, so heavy squats, presses, pull-ups, four to six reps. And then power is explosive fast movement. Right. That's where we're talking about throws, jumps, Olympic weightlifting, sprinting hops, plyometrics, ballistic exercises. So power needs velocity for you to train power and you're not doing high speed movements. It's not power. Now don't at me and tell me that a back squat's good for power development. It is, it is, but you 
cannot be truly training power if you're not moving fast at some point. Right. So speed times strength basically equals power roughly, right? Yeah. So this is what I think of. And I think that power has now become uh, cliche-ish on Instagram and social media because this is what I always revert back to. And is <laughs> that, oh, okay, everybody's doing a power workout. I'm going to create a power workout without even understanding what power means. Yeah. And it looks like that's what happened here yeah. in this actual workout. I mean, power work, power workouts <clears throat> to me are my favorite workout to program. Right. They're my favorite workout to do because you don't need to have huge amounts of load to have a great workout, right? You can have some moderate heavy Olympic lifts. You can have a heavy squat or so in there, but then the rest of it is you're jumping, you're throwing, you're yeah. bounding. It's right. fun. Right. And that Good kind stuff. of stuff, like a uh, topic for a different day, but the power stuff certainly helps with like muscle quality 100%. and like longevity and that stuff. Because people get older now, they like stop jumping. Yeah. It's like, no, we yeah. should jump like for forever right. kind of thing. You know? Which yes, we'll definitely talk about that and mm-hmm. muscle quality and, and power output residuals over time. But Going, going forward on, on our program here. So pyramid one again is sumo leg press, 15, 12, 10, 10, resting 30 seconds. We're just doing, we're just doing bodybuilding burnout right now, right? This shouldn't be the first exercise. This shouldn't be how we program rest and reps for the first one, especially for something called power. But now we get 90 second rest. Yes, Mike. The the sumo leg press. Yeah. uh, We're doing a sumo leg position on a leg press machine. Yes. Which some leg person, you're not even capable of doing on some of the the platform itself isn't wide enough. Probably. In order for somebody like me at 6'3 to get into a a (laughs) true sumo position, if you will. So so that one in itself is another aspect of it that's bothering me. Correct. Yeah. No. And and there are, I don't want to... I don't necessarily leg press that much, but I am a huge fan of single leg leg press, mm-hmm. right? If you have access to a leg press and want to do yeah. single leg leg press, I think that is an excellent exercise. I'm not doing it first though. Yeah. Like that, that's something that you can do at the end of a workout right, with like heavy sure. loads at the end. Like that's, whoo, that's fun. But all right. So now we get to the sit squat. Yes. It's called a sit squat on the Smith machine. That's basically <laughs> a box squat on the Smith machine, but it's kind of like a front squatted back squat on the Smith machine based on the video. I did a little like smiley face there that's not smiling on my oh, notes yeah. because it's just really it like confused yeah i'm like what, what's what's going on with that so where does the bar sit front rack or back squat? it's a back squat so back. it's okay, it's on your squat. back but um, the, right your feet are in front of you you're sitting cur- down as if there's an invisible chair cur- correct so there's some shearing I stress across the back that. the yeah. technique like that's it that shouldn't really be an exercise that you're programming yeah. but again at, at this pyramid resting 30 seconds 12 10 10 great for Great for burnout, yeah. but this is not power. You're not going to be able I, to go very heavy you know, either with that. How TF is this power is in my notes. Like right, it's, it's, f- it's okay, not power, it. right? How the fuck? Yeah. Um, it's, and also we're at very similar movement patterns too, right? We did sumo leg press and then sit squat. That is how that looks on the hips and the knees with the exception of the abducted mm-hmm. stance for the sumo leg press. That Those are both <clears throat> similar mechanics for the hips and the knees. So you're getting overboard glute quad activation on that one. Definitely getting some fatigued muscles by the second half pyramid. Then we get pyramid three, calf raises, 12, 10, 10. Okay. Uh, well... <laughs> My calves are not something to brag about, and I don't think that's enough stimulus for me to to see growth, regardless. Uh, I, I, like that's so. Let's assume we want calf. Why are we doing calf raises as a pyramid set? Yeah, first of all, right. it's body weight. They're yeah. not prescribing any load. I see that. Right. So, let's say you want to prescribe calf raises. Right. I get it. There's five. There calf raises are in my bulletproof rel, um, 
bag of exercises. Why? Because I need single leg full range of motion calf raises, I think are a great way to maintain health through your calves and into your Achilles. And I noticed that when I haven't done them, you know, over a period of a few months, I do get some like little niggles where my calf and Achilles come together. Like, Oh, I got to do my prehab, some single leg full range of motion calf raises. But what do I do? As many as I can on each side. 100%. Not a rep range, just as many as I can on each side, one on the right, one on the left, maybe a second set, and I'm good. Do that once a week, once every two weeks, maintains there. Right. I'm not doing a, a pyramid set as the third exercise in a power program. Yeah. Um, you know, as you know, the calf it, it itself gets so much stimulus just by walking and climbing stairs alone. Yeah. You really got to put it under a lot of stress in order to see some sort of hypertrophic or even power yeah. stimulus response from it. I mean, the best calf exercise is sprinting, yeah. jumping, right? right? That's going to be much better for your calves than calf raise. And and then um, let's go back and look at these three. Sumo leg press, sit squat, even let's just say we're doing something in the Smith machine that's a, a squat and calf raise. That's a pretty good circuit. Yeah. You want to do those three as a circuit? Yeah. Like, let's do, like, you can fit that to any level of exercise. Like, we're going to take a beginner and we're just going to do these different machines to get you used to using a leg press, getting you used to squatting in a Smith machine. You definitely squat in a Smith machine. You just need to make sure you know the mechanics of it. Yeah. Um, and and a calf raise, like, why not? Like, calf raise is your built-in rest, right? You're getting them to work out yeah. without really working out. Like, they're resting while they're working out. So, this is a good circuit to do with people to get them exposed to stuff. It's just poorly done here. Um, and we get into our I, – I think you'd get much better results from these three exercises as a circuit. Yeah. Especially in this rep range. Right? You could go through 15 leg press, 12 squats, 12 calf raises, 12, 10, 10, 12, 10, 10, and – and I would label it hypertrophic. Yeah. I, I wouldn't label it power. Yeah. Again, maybe they're caught into that word because of you know social media, but that looks more like hypertrophy than it does power. Absolutely. Right. It's it's in that hypertrophy to endurance yeah. phase talk that we had. And then we have two supersets to finish up. The first one is six minutes. So as many reps or as many rounds as you can in six minutes of there's a 30 second rest with 15 bent leg raise and 15 toe tap. So it's it's abs. I'm not really sh too sure what we're trying to accomplish at, at this point. Um, but are these exercises easier than calf raises? Are they harder than calf raises? Like, I think like at the very least, these sh should be in front of your calf raises in the program, but we're just basically doing like a three to four round set of abs here, followed by the second superset, which is single arm leg jackknives and 30 second plank. So again, more, we're just finishing with 12 minutes of abs. So after those three leg exercises, we have 12 minutes of abs at least, at least the abs has a little flexion extension balance on it, but this just it just does not seem like an efficient use of of, of time for anything, yeah. really. Um, you know, like, could you have done all four of those exercises for two to three rounds, or like just a little like one minute of each? Imagine you do one one minute of bent leg raise, one minute of toe tap, one minute of single arm leg jackknives, and then one minute of plank. I think that's a better four minute ab burnout if that's your goal then taking 12 minutes to do this yeah 100 percent. and and what is a, a toe tap what are they describing as a toe tap uh i believe a toe tap was with your you're on your back with your legs up in front and you're tapping your toes oh got it like a v up type of thing kind of except okay. your legs are staying up the whole time oh, if i remember the video like yeah crunch, yeah grease crunch okay if, but if it's not it was something similar for the abs got it um mm -hmm. you know there's no rotation in any of this, right. can't forget that, you know, the primary, <clears throat> one of the primary functions of your trunk is actually to rotate, yeah. right? And so don't forget about rotation. Now, is that something that should be 
in like a program like because I've heard Russian Twist get bashed and Russian Twist get like you know praised. Yeah, you know. I um, so rotation. Yes, Ro- there are a few forgotten exercise modalities or not modalities few exercise um movements that get forgotten that need to be included in programs that is when i'm grading like programs over a whole like looking at a week or a month of a program they have to check these boxes that is hamstring activation or hamstring use as a knee flexor so that means hip needs to be extended isolated knee flexion so it can't be romanian deadlift it's like your nordic hamstrings it is physio ball leg curls stuff like that that's one of them trunk rotation is another one you have to have trunk rotation Right, probably once or twice a week at a minimum, and then um, frontal plane movement would be the third one. Are you moving side to side? Those are the three that often get forgotten. That you need to. That's like a, a double check. Right, that and spell check from a from an A minus to an A plus. That would be. I mean, if if you forget that, depending on what level we're grading at, if you forget that, you're, you're going to be tough to get above a C. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because if, if I'm checking for that, like that's, that's like huge. like you need to write a good program. Like that's we're a, t- strength and conditioning or right. good personal training program, and you're forgetting three common areas of of human movement. Big big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Big deal. Well, we have. Uh, it's, I'm happy to say that I'm above a C because there we, we have anti rotational movements. We do a lot of wood choppers type of thing. Um, I think that the reason people bash or what I've seen the the bashing of the Russian twist is. One, the flexion of the spine, and two, the compression of the weight that they're using. Some mm-hmm. people have a tendency to overload their spine when it, it's not necessary. There's other better movements in in order to achieve or accomplish yeah. what they're trying to achieve with that on that plane. And um, the anti-rotational stuff, j- just the risk to reward, there really isn't much risk at all yeah. when it comes to this stuff. Um, oak trees are my new favorite stuff. And when you look at them, even in a video, see somebody doing it, they don't seem that difficult, but... If you load up that cable or that band that you're using, just perform 10 oak trees, you know, even moving six inches in unison and at the stability point, you're going to see so much um, strain that you're putting on your abdominals just in order to avoid the twisting of it. That once you perform it and perform it correctly, you really feel it in your abs the next day. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I mean, one of my favorite tools, if, if someone comes to me and says, I want to do a home gym, what's on required equipment? Step one is a $30 landmine from Amazon, right? Because the versatility that you can get with a landmine A is absolutely incredible. I can give you hundreds of exercises that you can use with it, but just the ease of using it for rotation with the bar in it is that's it. Yeah, I do. I do landmine rotation or physio ball rotation loaded at least twice a week. I also stuff. play a lot of golf, so right. you know, I need to maintain that rotation. Huge for you. Yeah. We should get an Sunday. affiliate link for when we promote these, these equipments, <laughs> these yeah. supplements. Seriously. Some affiliate link. Uh, all right, Rob, so finish us down here. What's up with the cooldown? Yeah, so. They got a cooldown. They have a, they have a cooldown, and actually, I said the warm-up was probably the best part. On my notes, I put probably the best part of the workout is the cooldown. Okay. There's dynamic. Um, we have lots of stretches addressing everything that we worked out. So they said, hey, what did we work out? Let's make sure we stretch what we trained. Nice. I like it. As I've said before, I like dynamic holds more than just static stretches. So instead of doing like a hamstring stretch, we're going to do a good morning hold where you just hold that dynamic position, you know, get you really kind of play with those corners, still work on stability a little bit, adds a little bit more movement to our cool down to kind of get us back to baseline, eliminate some more blood pooling, which is one of the reasons why we do a cool down is to eliminate the risk of blood pooling. Um, But they're addressing what we trained. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. You know, one thing, Rob, that I just thought of uh, earlier was if we could assign, when we go through these workouts, if we could maybe assign like an avatar, like, because I'm looking at this workout going, it's not bad. I, I don't like the title and I don't like what I think they're projecting it to be. 
But if I had somebody that's either a, a beginner, a very big beginner, a, a very new beginner, I should say, or somebody that just got cleared by their doctor and they're able to start working out, this is something that I would probably use as one of their starter earlier leg workouts. They're using machines, which, you know, somebody that's unfamiliar with just barbell movements or dumbbell movements that don't feel comfortable doing them, I would say, okay, now get on a leg press. You're going to perform this at a rep range, which is safe. I don't, I would change the, the reps. I'm sorry, the, the rest a little bit, but my avatar would be like a newbie, newbie leg day, possibly got cleared by a doctor to start performing some, some leg movements, some abdominal stuff. So it's not terrible. But I would just change who it's for. Yeah, I think this this program definitely, if it's rebranded, right. could have have better application. Um, you know, there's certain thing I, I I definitely someone who's clear for exercise. Me, like coming off, I'm not doing a leg day with someone who's new. Right. I I know exactly what you're saying. I agree that like yes, right. we're using machines to get them used to stuff. But right. I wouldn't do a leg day. Every day would be total body. Right. And that's that's one of the big one of my big thoughts. Or yeah, and I, I guess I, I got to be more specific no, I on, when they saying. say yeah. cleared. I, I don't mean ACL tear. Correct, correct. Well, that, yeah. I mean like they're just getting back into correct. working out type of thing, right? Correct. Like I think of my my older sister, not not Cindy, but my older older sisters. No offense um, on on stuff that I would do with them. I know that if I would give them a virtual workout and I'm not there with them. God, I'm going to give them something so easy that they could just jump on a machine, get a little workout in, go lightweight, you know, get a sweat and walk out. Correct. Know? But in like in that case for something like this, I would say, all right, it's not going to be, it's not going to be leg day, but we're going to do chest press. We're going to mm-hmm. do leg extensions. We're right. going to do machine row. Yeah. We're going to do three sets of that. And then we're going to find a couple other ones, maybe like the posterior delt machine and the hamstring curl machine. And right. and then a few sets of abs and, and we're in and out. So yeah. like, yeah, like I'm, I'm, that is with you on that one. I wouldn't do it legs only. Right. I would do we're, everything's total body. total body. I think most people, 90% of the population of the world, of the US at the very least, every workout should be total body. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, It's the branding side of it. And I thought of what, what this is a discussion, but we go back to the social media influencer stuff. And there's some, there's a lot of problems with that stuff because this could very easily, I'm not saying that they did this or not. I'm just saying that I've seen it happen. I listened to a podcast recently about it where they copy and paste their workouts and this just changed the title. So everybody across the board, our yeah. clients are doing pretty much the same workout. You hand this even to, no offense, Rob, but the old Rob Silver, right? The CrossFit Games Rob Silver. You hand this to them and you label it a power leg and abs. You're going to be excited to open it up. And once you open it up, you're going to be like, what the F is yeah. this? This is garbage, right? So the rebranding side that you just pointed out, like, damn, maybe you're right. Maybe this is like a beginner program type. It changes a few things here and there, but it's not terrible. It's just the way that it's worded or, or yeah. branded seems almost uh, uh, fraudulent, if you will. Correct. Right. Yeah. I mean, my, my closing thoughts on it are as it's branded, you know, it, it's, it's pretty bad. Um, beyond that, you know, like what are the little things that we're looking at? The order is off. You know, I think the sit squat should be before the sumo leg press. Mm-hmm. The rep schemes aren't as efficient as they can be. Um, it's not training powers. Obviously the big thing that we've really harked on here, the emphasis has been on, on like burnout, bodybuilding, muscular endurance, which we said there is, there's definitely a, a use case for this type of workout, make a few adjustments. And this is a much better workout for a beginner client, not working on, not working on um, uh, power. And my final note, and I put this before you were just saying, but for a freshman, for like a freshman in college going through exercise physiology, I put, this looks like they copy and pasted it. Oh, right. Damn, which is exactly what, yeah. exactly what you were just saying. It looks Fucking like they copy and pasted chat it. Chat GBT again. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my, my closing thoughts on that awesome. one. Good stuff, Rob. This is great, man. Thank you, buddy. Thank you guys.